All right, Knicks Nation, we have an NBA schedule. The NBA schedule has been released today. The Knicks schedule is out. We're excited. Season starts on October 25th. We're back with another live edition. Chris, what's going on, man? NBA schedule is finally out. We finally have some games to look forward to that we'll go over. Some some weird matchups, some weird back-to-back, some some weird travel dates. But, yeah, I mean, that's the NBA, Chris, right? What's going on? Though? Yeah. <laughs> Doing good, man. Doing good. Um, yeah, NBA released the schedules. And, yeah, kind of an interesting. We'll, we'll dive in and we'll kind of break it down a bit. But, um, yeah, man, how, how have you been, man? Been good. We were on here last week uh, chopping it up about the New York Knicks. Nothing really going on except Jalen Brunson keeps dominating and FIBA. He's been their best player. I mean, he's been awesome. And I'm glad that he's starting and – He's forming chemistry with all of the guys. Um, that's pretty cool. And R.J. Barrett is playing really well for the can- Canada. And he's, he dropped, what, 30-something points during his last game. And today he dropped 18 points. And he's been efficient. And him alongside Shaq Gilgis Alexander, I kind of like that. So they've been playing well. And that's been cool to see. That's been cool to see, man. Yeah, yeah, I got to agree. I mean, as a Knicks fan right now, watching Jalen Brunson, and RJ Barrett, like you said, only positives there. You know, the the world is starting to see why uh, Jalen Brunson is, you know, the guy the Knicks should be building around. And as far as RJ Barrett, showing us hopefully what we can look uh, forward to this season. You know, some efficiency and strong play. And he changed his shot. It seems like so he's been working with his trainer, and he changed his shot, and he's been efficient from downtown. So if he can convey that to the regular season, that would be awesome. Of course, we all know R.J. Barrett was awesome during the playoffs, especially first the Cavs. He was awesome. So it's good to see R.J. Barrett get some reps in. It's good to see Jalen Brunson get some reps in. I believe Jalen Brunson plays tomorrow at 12 p.m. So that'll be interesting to see. But we're here to talk about the Knicks schedule. Who else would we open up against? We open up against the Boston Celtic. I believe two out of the last three seasons we've opened up against the Boston Celtics, Chris. And I, I just feel like the NBA is trying to make that a rivalry. And yep. whether a rivalry can come from that, I don't know. But now that they have Porzingis, maybe they, you know, they want a story written. But Knicks, Boston, opening night, I mean, what are you looking forward to from that game? And right right away, we get an Eastern Conference contender in our building. That should be a dogfight. Yeah, I mean, right off the bat, I mean, we got <laughs> the Boston Celtics, one of one of the, I mean, many will say the team to beat, right? Yeah. In the East. So, um, you know, like you said, I think the NBA is trying to make this a thing, um, especially with Porzingis there. You know, whether he's healthy or not or, and playing in that game is another story. But, you know. We, we have a secret weapon waiting for them. Do you know who that is? <laughs> He's still on the Knicks. I mean, the we can weapon. unleash Evan Fournier, you know, just for that one game. And, you know, usually he goes off. So <laughs> Evan Fournier, what was it, two years ago, he dropped in that crazy double overtime. Was it double or triple overtime? I forgot what it was. But it, yeah, I think it was. I think it was double. Him against the Celtics is like gold. So imagine if he comes off the bench. And, <laughs> um, I don't see that happening, but that would be crazy. Hey, man, that's, that's one way to get the trade value up real quick. <laughs> For <laughs> sure. Repeat a performance like that. You think you think they're going to trade him? 
I mean, we got training camp coming up in a month. Yeah. He's been playing for France. I mean, I think they're gonna just bring him into the into the you know media day training camp and be like, "You're Nick. We'll keep you here." Blah blah blah. Don't really want to get into Fournier tonight, but you know, and my light just fell. Oops. No, yeah, <laughs> I think <laughs> I think that um, you know, I think they'll bring him in. They'll talk to him, kind of see what 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 his headspace is at, see if they can like you know clear the air, quote unquote. Um, you know, Evan Fournier before the uh, comments he made, he was nothing but a professional. Yeah. Let's see if they can salvage something from it. But if not, you know, I think they'll just tell him, hey, stay away. We'll pay you to stay away until um, we find you somewhere or or something comes along to our liking where we can trade you. That's that's what I think. Yeah, we'll see. We'll just have to wait and see. All right. So opening night <laughs> versus Boston. And then let me just pull up the uh, schedule on the screen so you guys can take a look at it. All right. So here we go. So. We have opening night versus Boston. That is October 25th. Then we go on a little three-game road trip at Atlanta, at New Orleans, at Cleveland. Back-to-back versus Cleveland, man. Uh, At Cleveland, 10-31 Halloween, 11-1 versus Cleveland again. And then at Milwaukee. How do you like that? How do you like those first six games right right off the bat there? Oh, man. That's a a tough start, man. That's a tough start. (laughs) Yeah. It is tough start, and you then have at I mean not you come home to the Clippers, then Victor Wembanyama makes his Garden debut on hey. November eighth, San Antonio, Charlotte at Boston. All right, so predict the Knicks record for the first ten games of the season. So it's I guess we can go win loss win loss here, and <laughs> I mean uh, you want to go first, or you just you you kind of want to you know rotate a little bit, or what do you want to do? Uh- Let's let's do a little rotation. All right. So opening night versus Boston. Where where are you going? I'll let you go first. Win loss against the Celtics. Just added Porzingis. Got rid of Marcus Smart. Porzingis has been shut down though because he has plantar <laughs> plantar. Oh, what does he have? Plantar fasciitis. Yeah, oh, plantar fasciitis. Yeah. Oh man, that that sucks. But uh, I'm, I'm I'm gonna go with a dub against Boston. I think we just match up well. We got we got the chemistry. You know, Boston has a lot of new pieces. I think it's gonna be it takes them some time to kind of gel. Um yeah. I think that's a that's a game we can win. All right, so that's one and oh at Atlanta. I'll go two and oh. At New Orleans, <laughs> Zion will probably be back. I guess I guess I'll give the New York Knicks their first loss there. So No way. No? <laughs> no, I say I say three and oh right there. Three and oh. Wow. I say three and oh. Okay. Then at Cleveland versus Cleveland at home. You splitting that? I think we split that. Okay, so that's what they're gonna be juiced. They're gonna be juiced to play us. Yeah, especially kicking their ass during the first round of it. So that's four and one <laughs> at Milwaukee Friday night game. ESPN. What we got? Four and two. Yeah, I say four and two only because again, I think Milwaukee is the the prototype team to give us fits with their length, their height, you know, and we're the opposite. So I think that's where. Uh, the Knicks will get another loss. <laughs> yeah, then we come home for three straight versus the Clippers. So we're at four and two right now. That's going to be tough, man, especially early on in the season. Those guys are probably going to be healthy. Kawhi Leonard yeah. and Paul George. So do we suffer our first home loss? That's a four and three start through the first seven. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Four and three. Then yeah, I'm, I say so. 
Yeah, then San Antonio at home and then Charlotte. That's to me you gotta take care of business at home. And yeah. all all last season, what we were saying, Chris, and what didn't didn't they do early on in the season? <laughs> Protect home court. <laughs> Protect yep. home court, man. Force. I think those two are definitely wins. All right, so what are we at now? Six and three. All right, so one more at Boston to close out the ten game. Ten game, first ten games at Boston, six and three. Where are we going? I'll say that's a win again. Seven and three. I'll take that, man. First ten games, seven and three, six and four. You know, if they can survive that, and then obviously we go on a little road trip at Atlanta, at Washington, at Charlotte, at Minnesota. I wanted to touch on some things that I realized in this schedule. So going through the schedule, the New York Knicks have thirteen back to backs. They have eight back to backs in the first thirty six games. Ouch. The NBA did the Knicks no favors in regarding that. And 12 back-to-backs this season, Chris, include travel. So that means when the New York Knicks play, the next get, the next day they're going to have to travel to their destination and play on the road. NBA, what are you doing? Shout out to you, yep. man. That's ridiculous. <laughs> doing us no favors. But the Knicks have proven, at least last season, we were the road warriors. And hopefully that's something, again, that is a trend this upcoming season. Hopefully we're a, a good road team and, you know, we can come out on top on a lot of these matchups. But that is definitely something that's going to be difficult to deal with, man. Yeah. I mean, 12 back-to-backs, that include travels, 13 back-to-backs, 8 back-to-backs in the first 36 games. The average numbers, the average number of back-to-backs with travel is nine, and the New York Knicks have twelve. So, take it with a grain of salt, though. Like Chris said, Road Warriors, right? Road Warriors. Road Warriors. <laughs> Opening night versus Boston. Uh, then we have look at this stretch in December, Chris. So in December we have three home games in the month of December. That is ridiculous. So we have home games, uh, Toronto. December 11th, December 23rd, and December 25th, which we were discussing before the pod. The Knicks play the Bucks on Christmas Day, December 25th, and then two days prior to that, who do you guys think they play? The Bucks. So, I mean, <laughs> who made this schedule? Like, <laughs> who made this schedule? Like, seriously. That's tough. <laughs> yeah, so three home games in the month of December, but they make up for it. They have 12... Um, out of 14 games in January, February, February, they have at home. So here's the second half of the of the um, of the schedule. So look at all these home games in January and February, Chris. So that's the two months where I would like to see this team get extremely, extremely fat on victories. Yeah, that'll be the time to do it. Like you said, we got to protect home court. And, yeah, I mean, I, I see a lot of wins there for the taking. Yeah, not not really a, a daunting West Coast trip. I believe we have the West Coast trip early on in the season. Um, yeah, here we go. We have one of them early on in the season at Utah, at Phoenix, at the Clippers, at the Lakers. And then we come back to um, at Brooklyn. I'm trying to see where, where the other one is. And we have at Dallas, at Memphis right there. Uh probably in the second half yeah here we go at portland at sacramento so in march we go on the west again and where when do we go to the la lakers i'm trying to figure that out you see that anywhere uh so right before february 
Actually, no. No, wait. That's the wrong Oh, there we go. That's the wrong one. Oh, there we go. Yeah, at Lakers. So not yeah. really a daunting West Coast trip until I guess you could say this is daunting at Phoenix, at Clippers, at the Lakers. But, you know, not nothing too crazy. Man. Not I mean, that'll definitely be a, a heck of a stretch right there. But, you know, I, I, I like the spacing of it all. I think it's, it's pretty spaced out for the most part. Just lots of road games and some questionable back-to-backs. Yeah, for sure. And then we have this in-season tournament that starts December 4th, December 5th, the 7th, and the 9th. The Knicks schedule during the in-season tournament. November 3rd at Milwaukee, November 17th at the Wizards, November 24th versus Miami, and November 28th versus Charlotte. So as we all just witnessed, the Liberty just won the uh, the cup, the NBA, the WNBA cup in their little tournament, which is pretty cool. So maybe the Knicks can replicate that, Chris. I mean, what are your thoughts yeah. about this NBA tournament? Um, and then I'll, I'll touch on it. And, you know, I, I've seen a lot of people, uh, you know, either love it or hate it. A lot of people just don't understand it maybe they just you know they think that you know some teams are going to take nights off and not take this seriously maybe they think that the 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 stakes aren't that high you know i heard overheard bobby marks on espn saying that maybe a team that wins the cup should have an automatic bid to the postseason i mean right now it's just money so the nba in-season tournament is just money right now so what are your thoughts about the in-season tournament yeah, I'm, I'm, I was hearing a lot of the same, and I, I mean, I'm curious as a fan, as a basketball fan, watching uh, you know, the game more, like like just introducing something new, yeah. got me, you know, intrigued in it. But you know, for the, for the same reasons, I'm not sure, you know, contenders, you know, NBA title contenders, how serious are they going to take it? You know, are they going to go all out trying to win? I mean, it's hard to say, right? I mean, I think teams will try, but Will it be someone like a Charlotte that's really going to go above and beyond to try to win this thing, you know? Would yeah. it, or are teams like, you know, the Nuggets, the Lakers, the Knicks, you know, the Heat, are they really going to be focused on that? I think it'll be a a nice prize, I guess, to get. But what is that, a million dollars? Yeah, I mean, for mo- most a million? guys, is, is that a lot for most of these guys? Well, I mean- to, to Jericho Sims, a million dollars is a million dollars, and the Knicks didn't wait for sure. him. So he's yeah. back with the Knicks. So, but to Julius Randle, like, why are you gonna right. go above and beyond for exactly. a million bucks? You know, I mean, it is a game on the schedule, nonetheless. I'm sure any team is gonna want to win no matter what. But um, you know, let's say a team has a player with a nagging injury, are they gonna play them just because they have a chance to win that cup? Yeah, I, I don't think so. But we'll see i mean it, it is it is intriguing and I'm, I'm definitely curious to see how it plays out if the knicks win the nba cup do you do you think that there'll be parades in new york city do you think that you oh, know fans you will know go crazy about that oh, do, you, do you feel yeah. like it has the same <laughs> the same oomph as the nba championship would it might not have the same you know <laughs> you know craziness that a, a championship would bring but i'm pretty sure new york city would still go crazy I mean, you, you saw how it was during the playoffs, man. <laughs> I know. Yeah, 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 for sure. I just don't know, like, like are veteran teams going to take this serious? Like, are the Lakers going to take it seriously? Now, these games do count towards the regular, your regular season record. So, right. 
You know, it's not like these games just don't count at all. It's just that you like if you're involved in the final four, you have to go to Las Vegas and you have to play over there. But the NBA broke it up in the schedule. So if you were involved in the final four, obviously you would have those days off. But still, I don't know, man. I just feel like it's it's something different. I kind of like it. You know, I saw a lot of backlash on on, you know, socials, on Twitter, on ESPN and whatnot. But I kind of like it. You know, you have to switch it up. Um, we saw baseball expand to what 12 teams they gave they got an extra wild card and nba has eight teams in each conference now they're doing this uh nba in season tournament i kind of like it man i kind of like you know it's sort of like a soccer field it's kind of like what soccer does in a way and i feel like it's going to take some some times for fans to get used to the tournament but i feel like once we get to the final four people are going to be like wow this is actually pretty dope this is awesome yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm curious too. I really want to see how it plays out, and and like you said, these games these games count when it comes to uh, records. So, um, you know, my only um, I guess hesitation with it all all with all of it is really, you know, a lot of teams are they they start slow. They don't really turn it on to like you know basically the the new year, right? Yeah. So that that's where you know considering this is pretty early on, I just. I don't know what type of play we're gonna get, you know. But again, it's we, we'll see. Yeah, look, if the Knicks win that world, that uh, NBA Cup, that'll be that'll be <laughs> awesome. But um, yeah, so we we touched on um, you know, the main points of the schedule opening up against the Boston Celtics. Two out of the last three years, we have opened up against them. It's going to be an a great night, man. You know, rivalry. The NBA is trying to form that rivalry. Knicks Celtics are trying to bring it back. Um, Chris brought up. Maybe we can get some Evan Fournier magic coming in off the bench. We all know how Evan Fournier performs versus Celtics. Doubt it. He probably won't even be on a damn team in the yeah. next few weeks. But I won't even be on the bench. <laughs> yeah, I know. But uh, let's go to the national TV games by year. So in 2017, 2018, the Knicks had 13 national TV televised games. 18, 19, they had five. 19, 20, they only had three national televised Ooh. games. 21-22, they had 22. Last season, Chris, they had 13. This season, the New York Knicks. Have you seen this number yet? I have not. What number do you think the New York Knicks have in terms of national televised games? Let's hit uh, – hold on. Let me bring up Tony in the chat, man. Knicks will finish 54-28. and 28. You heard it here first. <laughs> I like Tony. That. What's going on, man? But, yeah, how many games do you think I are say... national televised? 20 right on the head 20 national televised games i would have thought it was a little bit more but that's a lot man last year we had third we only had 13 last season so we essentially almost doubled our national televised games obviously julius randall jalen brunson and we have dante divincenzo um if you guys want to hear our thoughts about you know how the knicks will mesh about about having all those guards you can listen to our last live stream we really got into detail with that but 20 national t televised games man we're moving on up man we're moving yeah. on up they're starting to recognize jalen brunson man you know do you like that or do you, do you like that or do you want more of the games to be on msg like i mean you? i personally love the msg team so yeah <laughs> That's kind of my go-to if I if I had it. I wish it, I could have both, but, you know, it's always good to get the spotlight and, and, you know, the more people see this team, they could see, you know, we're the real deal. You know, we're not the old old Knicks. 
So the NBA, not the NBA, but betting websites has the New York Knicks win-loss total at 44 and a half wins. Over, under, 44 and a half, Chris. Over, under. Over, over, all the way. So they think we're going to win 44 games. We're going to take a step back from last season. That's what they think. Yeah. Two games over 500. That's what they say. And we improved our shooting. We got smaller, yes, but we improved our shooting. One more extra year with Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle and the guys meshing. I get it. The uh, rest of the Eastern Conference. I mean, opening night doesn't have an Eastern Conference team. It's just both Western Conference teams. So it feels like the West is starting to build up their, you know, their power again. Now that we have yeah. KD in Phoenix and Denver and now the Lakers and all that. But that's all right. I like I like being on the back burner, man. Yeah, I do too. I mean, I I I think that's way too low in my opinion. Yeah. You know, you got to factor in the fact that the Knicks improved and not too much changed altogether. So so that chemistry that's there, it's only it's only going to get better in my opinion. So 44 and a half, I'm definitely going with the over on that. I I like I said, I think 50 wins or even more. 50. Yeah, man. What about what Tony said? 54 and 28. You taking that one? Hey, man. Shout out to Tony. <laughs> you know, I'll take that too. <laughs> 54 and 28. So uh, 44 and a half, I would go over too. Um, I don't really bet, but 44 and a half, I would go over. Uh, I, I don't want to really want to sound like a Knicks biased fan, but I just feel like that number is just <laughs> too low, man. I just feel like, yeah. like they're missing like something in regarding the New York Knicks. Like, I just feel like it's easy, right? I just feel like it's easy. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm wondering, like, when they come up with these, you know, like, do they factor in chemistry? Do they factor in new pieces, the time they need to gel? I mean, I know maybe at times that could be kind of like an overrated type of deal, but, you know, we've we've seen it. Even back in the day when LeBron, you know, Bosh, Wade, it took them a while to mesh. Yeah. So, you know, I use that as an example for, for Boston. You know, they lost some key players. Marcus Smart, you know, brought in Porzingis, Grant Williams gone. You know, those are, those are big pieces that played uh, prominent roles for them. I mean, now you're banking on other guys stepping up and filling those roles. There's going to be some, you know, bumps in the road there. So, in my opinion, with the Knicks largely intact the, outside of losing Obi Toppin, um, I mean, I, I don't see how we can do worse than last year. I and mean, granted, we, anything can happen, but that's that's how I feel. And we still could possibly have an Evan Fournier trade go down and possibly bring yeah. someone back. But speaking of Obi Toppin, his first game – Back in Madison Square Garden is in February. So we're going to have to wait quite a bit for Obi Toppin. Does he get a standing ovation? Does Obi Toppin get a standing ovation when he returns back to the Garden? I think he does. I think fans chant Obi. He He was a fan favorite, man. He still is, you know. Yeah. I I got nothing but love for Obi, and and I wish him well. I think he's going to do well, except for that game against us. (laughs) You think Randall's going to take it upon himself and just go off against Obi? That'll be. You know what? Be. He's going to have to, or else the all the media is going to say is how oh Obi is better than Randall. <laughs> Did the Knicks make a mistake? Could you imagine if Obi, oh, you know, drops like twenty twenty five in the Garden and they win that game? 
That'll be crazy. But Derek Rose also has a return. And where is it? I saw it before. Memphis. There it is. A few days after Six. Obi Toppin. Oh, man. February 6th. Derek Rose returns to the Garden. Does he get a standing ovation? I doubt oh, it. yeah. With, without really? a doubt. Yeah. Without really? a doubt. He was, he was nothing but a pro. I mean, I know at first things were rough when Rose first came to the Knicks. But after that, you know... He he did everything they asked him to do, including sit on the bench when it seemed like he really wanted to be out there and still contribute. So yeah, you know nothing but love for D Rose, and you know I think he'll definitely get a standing ovation. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I think fans will cheer for him definitely. Um, shout out to Derrick Rose, but I keep looking at this stretch, Chris. Look at this stretch from from January eighteenth to February tenth. Look how many home games we have during that stretch. We only have two road games from that January 18th. Basically, in a month, we only have two road games. So we're home. Then we have this one, two, three, four, five, six-game homestand. Eight out of uh, eight out of those, what was it, eight, ten. That's a lot of home games, man. That's the time to get yeah. fat, man. That's the time to yep. get fat. And heading into March, um, schedule's not that really tough in March. We have Atlanta, Orlando. Philly back to back, man. These back to back games against these the same opponent, I I don't like it. Like we we had it last year, and I didn't really feel a, a way about it. But I, what are your thoughts about that? Like having a we have one against Cleveland early on in the season, and here we have Philadelphia, Philadelphia. Then the twenty fourth, then the twenty third of December, then the, then Christmas Day we have it against the Milwaukee Bucks back to back. I know the NBA is trying to limit travel. I guess that's yeah. what they're trying to do, but I don't know, man. I don't like it. Yeah, I'm not really a, f- a fan of it. I mean, sometimes it's fun. Like, for instance, the first Cleveland back-to-back. I know I know that's going to be fun because of just, you know, the way the playoffs went. Yeah. It's just going to be, you know, crazy. Yeah. But, you know, having Philly back-to-back, things like that, I mean, I mean, it is what it is. What Nothing we, we can do about it, but. I'm definitely not a fan of it, man. Philly back-to-back in Madison Square Garden, March 10th, March 12th. What if Joel Embiid is on the New York Knicks? March 10th, (laughs) March 12th. Back-to-back against his former team. You heard it here first. Get Joel Embiid (laughs) to NYC. It's about to blow up in Philadelphia. James Harden is in China talking all that shit about (laughs) Daryl Morey, saying he'll never play for him again. Joel Embiid is just sitting back waiting, waiting for a it's, trade. It's insane what is going on with James Harden. And, I mean, what what is it? It's like, you know, Kyrie, Harden, KD. It's like yeah. all these guys that we, uh, you know, in the past wanted so badly to be on the Knicks. It's like, man, how many bullets did we dodge? <laughs> I know, but Harden, I guess Harden was promised by Daryl Morey a max contract. He never got such a max contract. That situation is, I don't, I don't, I honestly don't know, but it's something to watch. Yeah. Obviously, because Joel sure. Embiid has been linked to the Knicks. There's other teams that's going to be, um, you know, that that's going to be after the trade deadline. So my proclamation may come true, man. Embiid. Yeah, I mean, just recently, uh, they recently said Embiid changed some of his uh, social media stuff, took out some some Philly location, you know? Yep, yep. So, um, you know, whether that's Joel Embiid playing mind games out there or trying to get, you know, trying to get the Sixers to make some moves or, or make things right, 
who knows but you know some something's going on out there something's brewing (laughs) three we close out the schedule with three out of the last six games are against the chicago bulls april 5th at chicago april 9th at chicago and then the last game of the season is april 14th (laughs) versus the chicago bulls and i feel like that's a good thing chris because i don't really like chicago and i i feel like they're in sort of this you know do we tank do we go for it? Do we trade DeRozan? Do we trade Levine? Yeah. They weren't really good last season. It sucks that they lost Lonzo Ball. But three out of the last six games against the Bulls, especially if we're like fighting for a fourth spot or maybe a third spot, a fifth spot, and you know maybe you chalked out those up to three vin- wins against the Bulls. Sign me up, man. Yeah, I mean you could look <laughs> at it that way, but you know I think the the Bulls also still have enough where they can be dangerous if. You know, things do click for them. So I'll uh, be careful what you ask for there, man. <laughs> really? You think Chicago's really gonna man, hey, man. I don't like if, Chicago. If, if those if, if outside of Lonzo Ball, if they still stay healthy, I mean, you know, DeMar DeRozan, he's 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 fantastic, man. I, I wish the Knicks would have picked up DeMar DeRozan back back then. But um and then Zach Levine, you know, I'm sure Anytime he plays the Knicks, he's going to want to show off, especially when it comes to all the rumors and, you know, whether he wanted to be traded to the Knicks or not, whether he likes New York or not. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you know, I, I just think, especially at the end of the season, when, you, when you're trying to play for something, those are those teams that can just kind of surprise you, you know. But, but yeah, man, I hope so. I hope those are three easy wins. <laughs> Likewise, man. And then close out the season. Not really a tough schedule. Sacramento, then we, like I just stated, at Chicago, at Milwaukee, at Chicago again, at Boston, Brooklyn, Chicago. Not daunting at all. So if the Knicks are like needing those games late on, later on in the season, it's not really that daunting of a, of a schedule, especially if Milwaukee, let's say Milwaukee locks up the one or two seed and don't really have anything to play for there. Um, that should work out in the Knicks' advantage. It should. So there is the schedule. Nothing too crazy. As we stated before, we have the uh, 13 back-to-backs, 8 back-to-backs in the first 36 games. That sucks. 12 back-to-backs that include travel. That sucks. The average number of back-to-backs with travel is 9. That was from Ian Begley. And the New York Knicks have 12. So NBA didn't do us no favors. But, hey, it's the schedule. We're just excited that it came out. And opening night versus Boston, October 25th. It's going to be rocking. MSG is going to be rocking. I can't wait. We have some preseason coming up. We still have FIBA, basketball, Brunson, Barrett. Let's go, Chris. Let's go. Yeah, man. I cannot wait. I cannot wait for preseason, man. I'm I'm ready to get things going. But for now, you know, I'm going to enjoy watching Jalen Brunson, RJ Barrett. You know, just crossing my fingers that they stay healthy throughout the entire. And Josh Hart. <laughs> you can't yeah. forget about him. Yeah. They all got to stay healthy, man. I mean, that's that's the number one thing. Yeah, I forgot about The reason why I forgot about Hart is because he barely played the last game. But he's <laughs> he's also on USA. Um, I've been watching, uh, and he just really hasn't gotten the groove yet. He missed the first game. But hopefully he w- will get some playing time for Josh Hart tomorrow and on Saturday. That is it. That's the schedule. The Knicks schedule is out. All the NBA teams, the schedule is out. Um, yeah, man, I'm excited. And I just can't wait for basketball to be 
be back, man. It's August 17th. Football's Third. coming up in like a few weeks. And we have, you know, players reporting to training camp in the NBA. Then we have media day. Then it's going to it's happening quick, man. I'm already getting pumpkin spice emails in my <laughs> in my emails about Dunkin Donuts with pumpkin spice this pumpkin spice that. They're ready for the fall. I don't yeah, know man. if I'm ready yet, but you're going to get some pumpkin spice lattes out there. Hey, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm about that pumpkin spice life, man. And the, and the donuts and I like I like the apple cider donuts, too. Those are pretty good. Oh, yeah. Don't sleep yeah, on those, man. Go. Yep. <laughs> I like fall time, man. I, I like the fall time. It's it brings like, I don't know. Uh, it's just maybe it's been too hot over here. Maybe I'm just ready <laughs> for some cool weather. Oh, man. Well, you can always come back to New York and, you know, <laughs> you'll experience that. that. <laughs> yeah for sure that's it that's a wrap gonna be a quick little podcast we review the schedule if you're just listening hit that subscribe button hit that thumbs up button as always apple spotify please subscribe to the podcast we really appreciate every single one of you will be on here if something big goes down maybe in many quickly extension maybe evan hey. fournier trade who knows man who knows i guess you're gonna have to come back to find out right yes sir <laughs> I'm Anthony. That is Chris. Let's go. Season is coming soon. This is episode 18, Knicks Nation podcast. We out of here. Peace. Peace.